0: Hello, I'm Mike Adam, Managing Director at Triple O Medical Recruitment, and welcome to Triple O Talks. Today's episode is about life as a locum doctor, and today's guest is Dr. Tom Ding. Tom is a New Zealand trained doctor, training through Otago Medical School at Otago University in Dunedin, and now undertaking postgraduate training in paediatrics while working as a paediatric registrar around the Auckland area, and more recently as a locum around various hospitals in New Zealand. Today I'm gonna to talk to Tom about his experience as a locum and his thoughts on the impact of COVID when working as a doctor. Welcome Tom, thanks for taking the time to talk to me today. Kia ora Mike, thanks for having me
1: and a very Merry Christmas in advance.
0: Yes, yes, you too, thank you. Firstly, what are your thoughts on working as a, as a doctor during COVID in New Zealand? How did it affect your work? Yeah,
1: totally. Um, what an
0: interesting time that we're
1: living in, and um, it's uh, it's definitely a time that challenges the way we work and and how flexible we can be. Um, I, I suppose. You know firstly we are very lucky to be in australasia right now me being in new zealand and um, we are lucky with um, the response that we've had i um, being in pediatrics luckily it hasn't affected new zealand children in the way that it um, potentially could have um, but that being said we do need to um, adapt and make plans um, in case things change with new strains or as new research comes out um, For me as a locum, I mean, that is uh, is new this year anyway. And so having to pick up, you know, being very fast and being in different units um, of all different sizes has been uh, a difference in itself. But in terms of COVID, I think we've had to think from a a slightly larger lens um, in terms of how the units work. Um, I came out of um, being, well, working in in the measles uh, pandemic, well, epidemic. Um, um, last year um, at Middlemore and we were we were having to think about where we put kids who were admitted from a respiratory isolation point of view, uh, because there are only so many um, rooms that have the, the specific droplet precautions and the, the negative pressures. Um, and that was really just a small taster for this year, really. Um, we have to balance is, is it best if, you know, someone with the sniffles goes home or or if they're sicker, where do we pace them? And, and in these, you know, when, when lots of units have two-bedder and 4 better rooms, um, what that means for the other children too. Um, I think COVID-19 is really Made me think more, or become even more hyper vigilant around my own well-being and my own um, PPE and hand washing. And I think we're always very vigilant anyway. In the setting of kids' health, we are inundated with our kindy um, infections, um, but but even more so. And I've probably scrub you know scrubbed up. More than I've needed to, um, I've worn scrubs uh, pretty much most of this year, um, so that I don't bring anything home to me, my flatmates, um, uh, and and really looking out for whether I've had enough sleep myself. Um, I think it's it's been really interesting learning about COVID-19 itself, but also in in terms of new Conditions that stem from COVID-19, particularly from a paediatric point of view, I've had to upskill and learning about what um, paediatric or PIMS-T, paediatric inflammatory multi-system syndrome, temporally associated associated with sars cov which is a mouthful and a half. Um, But but these sort of new Kawasaki-like conditions um, that. You know, we've seen less than a two handfuls um, in Australia really, um, but it's all been very interesting and, and we have to keep expanding our, our minds as we go through. So from lots of different sort of aspects of medical care, it's been um, certainly, certainly very um, interesting.
0: Great. Thank you. And you mentioned the you're travelling around the various paediatric units in the, around the country. Was there a good opportunity for learning, you know, in different units preparation, you know, um, learning information and taking them back to other other units?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I'm a curious person um, by nature, and I just like to have a peek at at what different people are doing. Call me nosy or call me curious. Uh, But paediatric units um, do differ in sort of size in terms of the, the neonatal units. They can be neonatal level three, level two, level two and a half do exist as well, um, or Level 1s and, and postnatal wards, uh, and, and seeing how all these different units work has really sort of added um, just, just that uh, extra amount of, um, uh, of knowledge, I suppose, in terms of how we can best fit um, kids' health into the grand scheme of secondary and tertiary healthcare. Um, so yeah, have really have really enjoyed seeing that. um, from you know, being uh, a unit in a metropolitan, so you know, having worked in auckland and and having. Kids sent up to you, um, all the way to working in sort of Otago Southland, where they have a large geographical region, um, and you sometimes need to to go out to um, other centres as far out as um, Haast um, on actually the last week of um, being fortunate enough to go on helicopter orientation down in, in Dunedin um, because that is a potential risk and um, lo and behold on the same week we had to do a heli retrieval of um, some preterm babies from Dunstan hospital so um, Yes, learning about different units, but too having new varied experiences um, outside of Auckland has been an eye opener and um, has um, been really good for training too.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. That was very timely then, wasn't it? The the helicopter training for you. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Almost like it was planned. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what do you think? Is the New Zealand health system well prepared in case we get a second wave of COVID?
1: Yeah, I think I mean, everyone around the world is um, working under extraordinary circumstances right now. Um, And we are lucky that we do have uh, a government who listens to um, our health professionals advice. And we are lucky to be able to have, um, you know, those professionals um, within our borders. look i think you know we've done well so far and we are now taking precautions um, for second waves new um, new strains um, and i think we are taking this very seriously Um, i think we're doing as well as we can at the moment um, and i am confident that um, if something were to happen we would be able to get onto a quick smart both from a community point of view, but also from a uh, inside hospital point of view, now having set up processes around isolation, around movement around the hospital, around ICU care, um, as well as uh, testing and communication with our um, colleagues in the, in the community. So um, lucky, but um, we do need to, to keep learning as we go through.
0: Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And um, um, when you've now, you you work as a a locum, um, has since COVID's happened, has it changed your thinking on working as a locum? Has it changed the type of assignments you look to do or anything like that?
1: Uh, Well, I was uh, was saying to you earlier before the um, podcast that um, we've all had to adapt a bit. Uh, I have, uh, been outside of New Zealand, um, through the lockdown period, um, was my partner is overseas, um, and, and had Loken prior to the lockdown and now coming back after, after the lockdown as well. Um, I've always being keen to pick up pediatric assignments because that's uh, what I am keen on doing and um, really enjoy it. Uh, So it hasn't changed it in that aspect, uh, but I think in terms of placement and of you know i was thinking about doing more in australia which is another amazing opportunity with locuming um but have come back locally which has offered um, a huge broad range of different experiences which i've been um, very fortunate to have really um so yes i've always sort of been
0: keen on picking up
1: pediatric assignments
0: yeah fantastic and um just, just for the um, this type of locum work you do, why do you choose multiple sh- short-term assignments rather than larger, longer blocks?
1: Mm-mm, yeah, I am. I am curious, but I am also someone who probably has a short attention span, and I do quite enjoy doing um, a lot of different things. Um, I think I am trying to use this opportunity to um, see how different clinicians work in different spaces um, and how different units work, which we've touched. Um, But also from a a flexibility point of view and a lifestyle point of view, I have been able to go to where courses are. I've been able to, to go and see friends in different parts of the country and catch up with them. Um, both in terms of uh, medical training and outside of medicine. And it's also sort of given me time to to do other small projects. Um, So sort of within medicine, there's been a paper that I've been wanting to write from my honours research for a long time that um, really is overdue. And um, so I've been able to sort of set different small bits of time aside to chunk that um, as well as to do some other sort of personal projects like learn languages and and things. so i've I've really enjoyed sort of doing small bursts. I like doing small long bursts, so you know picking up a couple of long days in a row or you know a chunk of nights or something like that. um, having a few days off to do something else and then get back into it um, with with probably more enthusiasm than if I was coming off of ten days.
0: Yeah, yeah, fantastic. It's actually it's quite a common theme with our locums. If if you you know studying or um, you know getting away as a locum, you know gets you out of that day to day habits that you know you you might not get home. And if you're at home, you might go after the gym or do something else. Where end of a locum day, you're back to your accommodation. There's plenty of uninterrupted time for studying or or like you say, getting other projects done, which is always handy. Absolutely all right and um what's your favorite thing about locum work
1: oh um oh, there's there's so much where do we go um i think it's the different opportunities is probably the biggest thing. Um, You can pick your opportunities, but um, also opportunities do come to you if you, if you make the time for it. And I think having that flexibility in in lifestyle as well as in, in terms of autonomy and choice means that you really want to go to work. Um, And I don't mind staying to, to do, you know, pick up extra procedures or um, to do a, to, to finish, you know, um, more mundane jobs um, or to just speak to people and, and learn from them because um, I've picked those assignments and I want to be there. Um, and I know I'll have a couple of days in and in a few days time to, to rest. So I really don't mind putting my 110% in and, and staying for that much longer. Um, when you are in longer term work, um, you know, you want to, pick your shoes up and at at the five o'clock mark then then race away um but i think you can expand your own education by doing short-term assignments if you are keen to to get in there um i think yeah different opportunities has been great um i've been able to get mentorship from a number of different people and and to learn from a number of senior clinicians and my peers as well. Uh,
0: And and that's just a blessing really. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So if there's other um, doctors out there at the moment thinking about, you know, whether they should do short term or long term locum assignments, what would your key, what would your three key pieces of advice be for those looking to do short term work? Yeah. So, um,
1: I think, I mean, everything is uh, dependent on your own life situation and your own journey. Um, For those who want to do short-term assignments, I think there are two sort of key things. The first thing is to be adaptable. Uh, in other words, being really flexible to work in different units, to, to work with different people. Um, and that might mean changing the way you've always done things. Um, so, for uh, for instance, there will be different equipment. And I never knew how many different paediatric IV lines there were until I've travelled to sort of over five centres. And everyone seems to have their own favourite bits of equipment and, and just uh, lending yourself to to what's available, um, things like um, handing over to specific people, such as pediatric nursing teams, and more generalistic um, hospitals. Um, unlike in a place like you know Starship, who, where everyone's quite used to um, having kids, or, or even learning different IT uh, bits and pieces. It is amazing again how many different bits of software there are, and Um, how it seems that every place has um, a different uh, network and and a different portal, um, which is improving and changing. You know, I have... um, with clinical portal amalgamating a few different DHBs, uh, but you do need to be flexible with that. And um, the second thing I'd say is is be organised. Um, and Triple O really helps with that a lot. They they figure out a lot of the logistics for you um, to make your time there just focused on um, the medical parts, which is the parts that we really enjoy doing. Um, but knowing you know exactly uh, what you're going. what you're wanting to get out of that rotation and, and for me it's sort of um, getting a whole lot of general paediatric experience and so sort of making it known that it, it may be just a basic thing like can I have access to uh, ID access to theatres, PAU which is the paediatric assessment unit, is, ED, NICU PEDS and the postnatal wards because um, it is you know sometimes it's um, you think it's obvious but um, you sort of just get the paediatric wards or or something like that um and and triple o you know works together with you to make sure that those are the basic requirements are met
0: um and and everything's more enjoyable fantastic yeah yeah well it sounds like you really enjoy your local work it's it's um suited you quite nicely um over this period and and, um, yeah, hopefully we're able to um, um, keep placing you in, in, in some more work, learning that experience, keeping your curious mind um, <laughs> filled. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And like you say, I, I, you mentioned the, the flexibility. I, I think that's key. Uh, I totally agree with you. The more flexible you are, the more open-minded you are, because like you say, everywhere you go is going to be different um your yeah, different experiences different systems different procedures um yeah it's just all good to soak it all up so thank you very much tom um yeah that's some really good advice for some other doctors out there um look to do some locum work um yeah so thank you very much it's been much appreciated
1: no worries um thanks for having me mike and um no, thanks to all the hard work that you and your team put in, uh, I've just really enjoyed the the communication with you guys. Um, you know, picking up the phone is a lot easier, and and you guys are happy to to have a chat at any time. So thank you.
0: Great. Thanks very much. Cheers, Tom.
1: Cheers. Thank you.